Hi there. Welcome to Sound Healing Radio. I'm David Gibson, and today's show is on gratitude, our annual gratitude show. We're going to go through all the things you can be grateful for, including all of the challenges and conflicts that we have. That's probably the most important of all. So our intention is that we all might exist and live in gratitude for the rest of our life. What a nice sound, gratitude. Before we get started, though, let me tell you about some things happening here at the Institute. We've got, uh, right now, uh, well, we actually have our journey to Egypt coming up on June 3rd to the 10th, and the deadline to sign up is January 10th. Uh, we've been uh, there. We uh, will be resonating the different chambers to open up portals to other dimensions. Uh, we've got it down, and so uh, we highly recommend joining us. It should be, uh, hopefully we'll come back. So you can find that at harmonicexpeditions.com. We also have on Sunday, December 10th, we have our open house where we're going to go through how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, a lot of heart-opening meditations. And uh, it's in here in Sausalito uh, from 1 to 5. We put a lot of people on the sound, put everybody on the sound table, and we'll get guest out. So uh, you can RSVP at david at soundhealingcenter.com. We also have our next semester starting January 17th in Sausalito, and that's three and a half months, and it's the first state-approved college, so it's a, a real certificate, and it's all about how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually, but really about how vibration works in the whole universe. And once you learn that, you've got the key to all reality, the key to transforming your life as well and transforming other people's lives. So we also go through uh, many techniques to be able to open up a practice. We're a vocational school, so we have to place 70% of our people. And we also get you really high and really peaceful and still over and over and over. So that becomes the norm. And so you can teach others how to do that with sound. We also have the online version, which is starting uh, the next start time. It starts every couple of weeks, but the next start start time is December 5th. And works really well. We've got a lot of people in the online program. And it's, again, it's all about how sound works physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Physically for pain and disease, mentally for brainwave entrainment and accessing different states of consciousness in the brain, uh, emotionally for overcoming and releasing stuck emotions and accessing higher emotions. And then spiritually, which is all about more gratitude, compassion, love, joy, the frequency of your soul and the frequency of source, which I see as all, all frequencies in the universe. So, the institute version is half online, so you could start that that online portion December fifth. We also have our summer intensive in uh, it's going to be in late June. I think it's June eighteenth this year for ten days. Uh, 
10 to 9.30 every day. So you could do the online portion now and come for the uh, summer intensive in June. Uh, we also have a recording program starting up again on March 5th. That's about how to do audio recording, mixing, producing, working with binaural beats, and we work with frequencies based on chakras. It's all about how to uh, just run a digital audio workstation and record and get people really high. I wrote the number one selling books, not only in sound healing, but also in recording and mixing and producing. I've sold over 100,000 copies of The Art of Mixing. And it uses bubbles to show different styles of mixes visually. That makes it really simple. We also have our voice analysis software. Uh, if you actually were to buy it today, you could still join the class on December 9th at 11 a.m. Pacific for four and a half hours on how to run, how to, how to use it. And, uh, we can also, you can also book a treatment if you go to Sound Healing Center. Com, or you could just go to voiceanalysisharmony.com and see everything. You can see the software and book of treatment there. It's all about how many notes you sing when you speak. A healthy person goes through all of the notes when they speak. Everybody sings when they speak, right? And then a person that's about to die stays on the same note the whole time because they don't have enough energy to get off of it. So we find the notes that are missing and they correspond to different physical and emotional issues. We also have our brainwave assessment software again kit where we, um, with that, we actually play each of the 12 notes and rhythms and have you tune into which one's the most peaceful, calm, and still. And then we watch and see which one makes you the most peaceful and calm. And then we give you CDs and Delta for sleep, Theta for creativity, Alpha for learning, beta for thinking and overcoming ADHD tuned to your brain. And it's been proven by the researcher uh, uh, Jeffrey Thompson that brainwave CDs are way better when they're tuned to you instead of, you know, random notes and random, random keys and rhythms on YouTube. So, and then you can learn how to do that yourself and add it to your business as well. So that's your home note. Dot com. We also have other treatments you can find at the Sound Therapy Center. We're about to launch our Sound Treatment Center as well, where you can get an online treatment. And that's at soundtreatmentcenter.com. And also, if you want to be a practitioner, you can sign up and we will train you on how to do miking and everything. And uh, soundtreatmentcenter.com. And then we have the Research Foundation. And there you can find uh, over a thousand clinical papers, but also we have the Medical Sound Association. And what's cool about this is we've got detailed treatment plans for different issues, the medical aspects of it, the conceptual framework, safety guidelines, intake questions, sound treatments, and treatments other than sound and homework. And we've got it for grief, anxiety, depression, trauma, dementia, addiction, all these different issues, and they're like 30-page documents, so that's worth checking out there. Uh, we also have the Sound Education Association, where we can find over 500 exercises for kids from three months all the way up to 18 years, all based on how sound makes you useful and still. So it provides more 
emotional stability, more focus, and uh, now getting grants to take this into governments around the world. So that's the uh, nonprofit association. And we also have a sale going on, of course, like we call it the white light sale instead of Black Friday's white light sale. And so all of our items at the store are on sale. We've got a lot of stuff here. We've got over a hundred CDs and uh, not only CDs for, for, of music, but frequency CDs that you don't listen to. You actually play them on your, your body with headphones. And we also have other devices that you can play that are even stronger, like a bass belt and a dolphin. We have my books, uh, my sound healing recording books, and we have a, a nature video. We also have all our vibroacoustic tools, which are the sound lounges, the sound tables, the dolphins and pillows, and oh my God, we got so many vibrating things to get you peaceful still, get rid of pain. Get rid of pain with the whole world. Right. So that's at, at, uh, in our store. You can find the store at soundoflove.com. We also have all types of instruments. We've got frosted bowls, alchemy bowls, uh, quartzophone, which is a crystal heart, Tibetan bowls, didgeridoos, gongs, drums and rattles, chimes, tuning court, and all these melodic instruments like the sansua, which is a kalimba, and a free note, which is like a xylophone, and then hand pans as well. We also have a lot of consciousness raising technologies. We've got sound chambers we're selling now. We've got $40,000 for a sound chamber where you can go and meditate and get high and not come back. And then we've got a brainwave and voice analysis software. So that's all on sale through Monday at soundoflove.com. Okay, so let's, oh, one other thing I forgot to mention. We have still free playback for the uh, uh, Globe Sound Healing Conference. Um, free playback up until December 5th. Even after that, you can pay $97 and download it. We had some amazing presenters this year. I mean, my favorite was Anthony Holland. He's got like 15 different frequencies for getting rid of 15 different types of cancer now. But there's so many really cool presentations that you can check out at globesoundhealingconference.com. Again, free playback until December 5th. Okay, so let's talk about gratitude. Actually, let's do a little meditation on gratitude to start. Okay. So... Tune in to your physical heart and bring up feelings of gratitude for your heart beating 24-7, keeping you alive. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Feel this gratitude for your heart completely. Feel it down to the cellular level. Let this gratitude go through your auras and surround you like a bubble. You're in this bubble of gratitude. 
for your heart beating 24-7, keeping you alive. But then we've actually now created a resonant field of gratitude. Everybody that's listening, we've actually created a field between us all, surrounding the whole planet as well, because we have people from all over the world listening. So we've got two fields, your bubble and the whole field of everybody listening, the resonant field that we've created together. But then there's that field of gratitude on the planet. A lot of people live in gratitude. A lot of babies born today, 400,000 babies born every day. A lot of people in gratitude from that. And again, just people that go to gratitude often through the day. So on the planet, there's this huge etheric astral field of gratitude. So tune in to the gratitude on the planet, the gratitude on the group that we've created here, and your own little bubble of gratitude. Tune into all three levels of gratitude at once. And then, if this gratitude had a sound, just play with it. Find a sound that matches this gratitude. Can't get it wrong. And make it out loud. It's interesting, that sound is always a vowel. I've had no one's ever gone, right? Or, ah, right? Everybody does a vowel. And it's got a flow to it. It's got a happiness to it. It's got a lightness to it, right? That tonality of that sound is actually really good for your body. A stable, consistent vibration is the definition of peace. And peace is not only good for you physically, it's good for you mentally, it's good for you emotionally, it's even good for you spiritually. So it's good for you at all levels. So the energy of gratitude can be easily associated with a stable, consistent vibration of peace, right? Quite different than, that sucks, ah, 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 that sound, ah, ah, or I don't like that, ah, get away, ah, right? Or, this is a bummer, uh, it's all completely different then it's such a beautiful energy and it's so easy to get to right gratitude there's so many things first of all i want to mention 
when you tune into multiple things at once, you go into a state of brainwave state of theta, which is really peaceful as well. So we tuned into all the gratitude on the planet. We tuned into the resonant field that we've created together and your own bubble. Three different things. So it's always good to tune in to multiple things, multiple levels at once. And that takes you to a whole nother level where you get out of your prefrontal cortex and the whole brain starts working. Right? Because anytime you tune into multiple things, you go into that bliss state. Right? So all the things we can be grateful for. I'm going to play a video later of all of them. But I just want to talk about some of them now. Some of the most basic are, I think of our abundance. Actually, you know, one of the most um, biggest ones that I actually left out of my video is I've never, ever been hungry a single day of my life except maybe not being able to get back from a hike in time or fasting, right? Never, ever been hungry a single day of my life. And there are millions of people starving to death right now, actually dying right now from not having enough food. That's like so basic. So if you're ever trying to think of something to be grateful for, that's a good one right there. But there's so many other things other than our abundance. I mean, just think of all your loved ones. Even if they're challenging, think of, you know, how grateful you are to have your friends or or even your acquaintances, right, in your life. And then you can also completely Be grateful for your health. You're not dead. (laughs) You're not dead, right? Grateful that you're alive. Grateful for the health you have. You may not be perfect health-wise, but you can totally be grateful for the health you have, right? (laughs) But really, just life in general. I mean, to be able to feel, to feel it all, right? I mean, there's, I've heard that aliens are really envious of our ability to feel emotions so much. But with this ability to feel emotions comes the negative emotions, if we couldn't feel the intensity of sadness or of, of despair or all these negative emotions, we wouldn't be able to feel the bliss, entire bliss of love, universal love, even gratitude, right? So to be grateful for this emotional body that has such capacity, even though some of it's a little tricky, some of it's a little... Little, little interesting, right? 
I mean, you know, just, I mean, <laughs> I'll show you later, but really just the fact that I've got a home, right? And I've got hot and cold running water in this house. I've got a refrigerator. I mean, just, I mean, it's like really quite amazing how abundant and how we take this abundance for, for, uh, uh, we take it for, <laughs> we don't, we're not grateful for it. Right? We, right? So, we have so much. But here's the tricky part. And that is to be grateful for all of our challenges and conflicts. To be grateful for all of the negative, so to speak, things. Here's the deal. When you can be grateful for anything negative, the whole world changes. It's probably the most important thing to learn in this lifetime. I don't exactly have it down, right? especially when something negative is happening. Right? But often afterwards I can zoom out and appreciate what I've learned from it. So let's go through some negative things. Actually, first, let me show you some ways to be grateful for anything. So <clears throat> there's all these research projects that have been done in major universities on what people learn from trauma and how they grow. And this one's from MIT University. No matter what happens, we often get many of these things. First, an increased appreciation of life. We're still alive, right? Warmer relations with others. I remember when the big earthquake happened in 89, it's like, all of a sudden, I got to know my neighbors. And I was telling everybody I loved them, right? Recognition of new possibilities for one's life. A greater sense of personal strength and spiritual development. As they say, if it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. Sometimes it's a little, sometimes it does kill people. But even if you have a challenge that you don't meet, you are more prepared for it the next time. First of all, you know you didn't die. Right? The other is increased compassion for others. This is probably one of the biggest things, especially when you come across someone that has gone through what you've gone through. 
you know what it was like. And it's easy to have compassion because you know you've been through it, right? So you can totally have deep compassion for what they're going through. And increase capacity for forgiveness and humility. And increase desire to understand things. What is going on? Boy, I want to figure this out so it doesn't happen again. Or at least so I can put it in perspective. A deeper understanding of the ambiguous nature of things. I might never figure this out. And that's okay. It's okay. Becoming more aware of the limitations of our knowledge. I may never figure this out. There's something you may never know or understand. In most cases, when survivors lose home and possessions, they acquire a profound life-changing realization of what truly matters. Most express a deep, prolific gratitude for their survival and make a concerted effort to make better use of their remaining lives. In the book, The Teachings of Don Juan by Carlos Castaneda, there's a whole chapter, major chapter, on death as your ally. When you really tune into the energy of death, it puts everything in perspective. And the main thing that it puts in perspective is relationships are the most important. How much you've created or how much money you've made or how much, even how much you've changed the world is not nearly as important as the relationships. So all, of a, so all of a sudden, you know, that's all that matters. Survivors help one another express previously unexpressed love for friends, family, and strangers. Loss brings new appreciation and new understanding. So right here, all of this, makes it so you can totally be grateful for anything. Right here. Still, it can be tricky, right? In class, a few years ago, I said, okay, are you able to be grateful for your challenge? Anybody need some help? And one of the students said, I need help. I'm like, okay, what? And she said, last week my mom got shot in the leg. And now she can't work and she's going to be homeless in a few weeks. I'm like, whoa. Take a deep breath on that one. And then I thought, are you closer to your mom? And she went, oh, yeah. And she said, I've even learned and, and come up with compassion for the guy who did it. There's one thing that the Dalai Lama talks about in his book called The Compassionate Life. He said, when someone hurts you, 
they are hurting themselves. They're creating karma for themselves. And it could be karma over many lifetimes. So they're going to get paid back, right? And they are giving you an opportunity to practice compassion. The Dalai Lama says you don't learn compassion by studying it. You have to practice it to get good at it. So they're giving you an opportunity to practice. So they are sacrificing themselves for you. How sweet is that? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Again, when you can get to the point where you're grateful for your challenges, then it's like there are no negatives. It's all a process of growth, enlightenment, and transformation. And in fact, many people say the more challenges and stuff you have in your lifetime, which they say you plan out in the beginning, how much you can handle, the more you have, the more you transform, and the more you go into higher states of being, and a, and a much better ability to deal with any challenge or conflict. So at a certain point, you are living in compassion and gratitude, and there are no challenges. It's all in the plan. Alice Bailey says, World War II was the biggest heart opening we've ever had on this planet. So many people died that people knew, 30 million, right? And so many people got hurt that people knew. And when people die and people get hurt, people's hearts are blown open. Not in our head anymore when we're grieving. Right? So negative things on the planet are all moving us forward to higher consciousness. It's all in the plan, right? So when you see any challenge or conflict as beautiful, and you can be grateful for it, all anxiety and all stress, it's completely gone from your life. I mean, think about it. Think about how scared you are of your next challenge of conflict. I know, I am, I haven't got it down. I've made headway. I've made headway. Uh, yeah, I definitely made, made headway. But still, I try and minimize challenges and conflicts, right? We don't want them. And we don't want to bring them on. No, no, we're not bringing them on. No way. No. <laughs> but when they show up, 
Wow, thank you for this one. What can I learn now? Right? But then, one's in the past. We're like, boy, that sucked. <laughs> that was a bummer. Well, shift that. Use your manifestation ability and just change that and go, wow, what did I learn from that? Maybe not much, right? But what you did learn is the next time that happens, you're going to be a little, it's going to be a little easier. And then if you really go to gratitude and you really see what you learn from it, and what you can learn from it. Oh my God, it's like party time, right? It's like, thank you for that one. Thank you for that one. It's really interesting when you get to a place where you go, my life is so much deeper from all the challenges I've been through. I can totally feel so much more for other people. It's a tricky one, but what's the trickiest, and this one I I sure don't have down, is to be grateful for a challenge while it's happening. Uh, Someone's hurting you, especially if it's serious. You know, someone's physically hurting you or, or abusing you in the moment. Boy, that's really hard to be grateful for. I I sure can't do it. I get pissed. I just, I get upset when people are just inconsiderate. I admit it, right? In the moment, it's tricky. But imagine being able to be grateful while someone's hurting you. They're sacrificing themselves for me right now. They're sacrificing themselves for me right now. What am I going to learn from this one? Ooh, that's higher level of consciousness. Makes me think of Mandela, right? Being in prison for years. Or I just saw on America's Got Talent. This guy was in prison for 36 years for something he didn't do. And they just found out through DNA that it was definitely not him. And he got out of jail. And the whole time he was in jail, he was doing music. And he was so grateful to be out of jail. Wow. Right? To be grateful for no matter what you're going through, that's the deal. That's the deal. Right? And then there's no more anxiety or stress ever again.
So think about it. Just even being, let's see, let's look at this. Even being grateful for the city, for all the the dirt and grime and crime. Oh, that was good. Dirt and grime and crime. Being grateful for noise and distortion. Being grateful for Hitler or Trump. <laughs> right? Being grateful for every frustration, every aggravation, every irritation, disturbance, annoyance, nuisance, disappointment, dissatisfaction. Being grateful for suffering. Being grateful for your anger and resentment. And this is a big one. Being grateful for grief. That's a really important one, actually. Being grateful for grief. The truth is, grief is completely based on love. You wouldn't be grieving if you hadn't had love. How freaking lucky are you? Thank you. Thank you that I have love to grieve. <laughs> Whether it's a loss of a kitty, a loss of a mate, or just a breakup, or someone really close to you dies. Wow. How lucky are you to have had that? Probably the trickiest one in the universe to be grateful for. when your child dies. That's the trickiest of all. To be so, but ultimately, to be so grateful for a precious being in your life. You can get to a place where everything in the universe that we think of negative, you're grateful for. Oh my God. It's the whole deal. Most important homework ever. To get that that one down in your life. Now, in case you can't be grateful for your challenges and conflicts. You can always default to all of the things that are positive in your life. We have so much to be grateful. If you haven't done a gratitude list, oh my God, what I'm about to play is a good list, but you make your own list. I was just looking at my list of all the things and people and and everything personally in my life that I'm grateful for, right? It's just so, there's so many. You really need to have a gratitude list because it's so important to be able to default to that when you're upset or pissed or or just 
stressed out or or sad, sad about what's going on on the planet. Right? Balance it out. Don't do tunnel vision. See it all. Add in the gratitude at the same time. So when you tune into gratitude and all the the stuff going on the planet at once, you go into theta because you're tuning into multiple things at once. So don't just go, oh, I'm going to shift it from negative to positive. No, just let it all be. Negative, positive, whatever it is, just let it be and go tune into all of it at once and go, ah. It's like the tears of a Buddha. Ah. Right? And make the sound of gratitude. (laughs) So, here's all the things we can be grateful for. A big list. And I invite you to tone along with this the whole time. Make the sound of gratitude the whole time. When you tone for 10 minutes, it gets you really high. Okay? So, here we go. Oh, let me go back to the beginning. There we go. Okay.
let's test you now. So, I'm going to play some sounds that represent all of your challenges and conflicts. So think of all of your challenges and conflicts. Think of all of your stresses. Not only your own, you could even think of the whole planet. And I'm going to play sounds that represent these challenges and conflicts. So now keep toning. You've got to tone any vowel. Keep doing the gratitude now. And we're going to do gratitude for all of our challenges and conflicts represented by these horrible sounds. <laughs> okay? Tone along. And think of how grateful you are for all your challenges and conflicts. And these horrible sounds that represent them. So, this is the trick, to be grateful for all your challenges and conflicts, for all your troubles, for all the trouble on the planet, and at the same time, see all the positive, make that gratitude list, and hang out in this energy. At least the rest of the evening. Imagine being in gratitude for the whole week ahead. Imagine. Tapping into all the gratitude on the planet. For months ahead. ahead. 
Even animals feel it. My kitty feels it. Imagine being in this energy of gratitude for the rest of your life. Tone off. Thank you.